This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. Hey guys, today we're talking about a really big topic, anxiety. And to be really clear, I'm not talking about normal, everyday stress, depression, or other mental health topics. We're specifically focusing on anxiety. So first, let's talk about what I mean by anxiety. The American Psychological Association says that anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worried thoughts, and physical changes like increased blood pressure. In other words, anxiety involves our emotions, our minds, and our bodies. It affects all three areas in different ways. And I know that you know this, anxiety seems to be one of the top things that people are talking about right now. Influencers, teachers, people in the news, mental health professionals, and doctors are all saying that we need to be paying attention to the rates of, the rates of anxiety that are happening. But that doesn't make how we feel suddenly change. When you're feeling anxious, you're looking for possible threats in your environment. As a result, you may feel tense, nervous, or unable to relax. You may experience panic or a sense of dread. You may feel like your world is speeding up or maybe even slowing down. Okay, that is what anxiety feels like, but there are different types of anxiety. So there is helpful anxiety. See, anxiety is actually an instinct that helps humans survive throughout time. So think about a person who back in the day had to hunt for their own food while also being hunted by a saber-toothed tiger. And I am sure that they felt some anxiety as they walked through the brush and the trees. But that anxiety helped them stay alert to their surroundings and aware of things lurking in the bushes. That could also eat them. And so that kind of anxiety seems pretty helpful to me. And that's the kind of anxiety that shows up when we are in difficult or potentially unsafe situations that can help us stay alert in helpful ways. And there's also unhelpful anxiety. And today we can sometimes have those same feelings as our ancestors, but without the same threat. It's like our minds and our bodies are saying, something is lurking in the shadows, but the feelings don't really match the threat. It's when we feel intense worry or fear over something, but that something isn't anything that we can really control. And so I'm I'm sure that we all experience this from time to time. And although it's not that helpful, it can be really just normal for us. But also, some of us experience consistent anxiety. Now, there are some of us who experience different levels of anxiety. It's the kind that's, it's just always on. We worry, we have feelings or fear or dread about the future, and, and we make decisions based on this heightened level of anxiety that we feel daily. And some of us have diagnosable anxiety disorders, and some of us just feel like we're in crisis all of the time. And unfortunately, research seems to say that there are more and more of us who deal with this kind of unhelpful anxiety regularly, even myself included at times. Look, no matter where you are with the conversation about anxiety, my guess is that either you or someone you know deals with once in a while or consistent unhelpful anxiety. That's why today I want to, us to elevate the way that we think about the anxiety crisis that, are, that is going on around us. So here's what we all know. Anxiety is something a lot of people are dealing with. According to the research, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the world right now. 
But from my own experience, and most likely from some of your own experiences, the feelings of anxiety we face can make us feel like we're all alone. We can know that a lot of people go through the same thing, but it can also feel like no one else could really ever, ever understand. In fact, we, we could even say that the feeling, alo- the feeling alone intensifies anxiety. Feeling alone or like no one else can understand our anxieties might be the reason why so many of us try to find ways to avoid dealing with our anxiety. And what I mean is we try to cut corners instead of facing our anxieties head on and instead of figuring out how to deal with the unhelpful anxiety in a way that gets it under control or at least helps us even manage it effectively, we do all sorts of other things trying to try to get around having to take the really hard steps of dealing with it. Maybe we try to push through our anxious feelings by putting on a smile and pretending that we're okay when in fact we really aren't because we want to be seen as just normal. Or we try to avoid our anxieties, feeling our anxious feelings with drugs or drinking or porn or sex or clout chasing or other things for a temporary relief from feeling overwhelmed because feeling any of those things is better than feeling anxious. We do our best to hold on to good vibes or try to manifest a different reality that will hopefully fix our anxiety about the future because we don't want to feel in the future what we feel today. So here's the issue with the way so many of us typically approach anxiety. Trying to avoid, fix, eliminate, and go around anxiety doesn't seem to be helping. As we all know, anxiety is at an all-time high and the level of anxiety that we are experiencing is not healthy and doesn't seem like the kind of life that God created us to live. In fact, Jesus himself said that he wanted to show us how to live a full life. So if that's possible, how can we begin to experience more of that full life? And it would be so great to be able to offer a cure today, but I, I have to be upfront about this talk. It, it won't give a full cure. But hopefully this conversation will help us answer an important question. If pushing through, avoiding, or ignoring aren't working, is there a better way to deal with anxiety? And a few thousand years ago, this guy named David, who happened to be a really powerful king, wrote something that can be helpful for the conversation that we're going to have today. And he was a guy who knew a thing or two about anxious feelings. And he fought lions and bears and was chased by a paranoid, power-hungry king. He had a rough relationship with one of his sons and made some really bad personal decisions. Like, yikes. And I'm sure this dude felt anxious from time to time himself. And well, he wrote a poem about the difficult times in life that shows us a different way to deal with what we're facing. It's recorded in the book of Psalms, which is a collection of poems and songs written by people that were following God, just like David was. And I'm going to read through his entire poem, but I'll stop ever so often to explain what he's talking about. So check out what he wrote in Psalm 23, verse one through four. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. So David right now is acknowledging that in our best moments, we can be confident that God gives us everything that we need to thrive in life. He then says, He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. Truly refreshing rest and peace come from God. 
Those moments where our soul feels peaceful and rested, even if it's, it's, if it's been a while, they're from God. God wants you to be able to experience more and more of that. God takes us on a journey to live a full life where we can experience peace and goodness. And he continues, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. We said earlier that it seems like so many people are trying to avoid anxiety. Well, David says that there is a different way. The darkest valley that he's referring to are difficult moments or experiences that we face in life. And he says that instead of trying to just go around or avoid these issues, we can go through them. It doesn't mean anxiety will just disappear, but there are ways to go through our darkest valleys. Anxiety might be one of those darkest valleys for some of us. Going through anxiety might mean sharing with someone how you're feeling for the first time, opening up to a trusted friend about something in your past, or getting the help of a, of a professional, or even starting medication. Not only that, David experienced walking through the difficulties of life, and he was able to say to himself, I will not be afraid. And this seems impossible, but David says that the reason this can happen is because God is with us. So when we do the hard but good work of going through our anxiety, God is with us. We are not alone. No matter what it looks like for you, even if you are dealing with an anxiety disorder that you'll manage for years, like many people, you aren't doing it alone. God is always with you. And every time that you're afraid, worried, or anxious, God, who created you and loves you, is with you. You are never alone when you feel anxious. And more importantly, God makes a way to know you'll be okay. And okay may not, may not mean cured without or completely healed from anxiety, but it does mean that you can be more okay than you may feel right now. So when I say okay, I don't mean things will automatically be fixed or better. You may still have to deal with anxiety for the rest of your life. But from my experience with anxiety, what I can tell you is that once I realized that I'm not alone, God is with me, and there are ways to manage it, I was way more okay than I had ever been before. And I so wish that I would have realized this when I was your guys' age. I wish I would have known that there was a, a way through what I was feeling when I was in high school. And I think it's more important to know that it's okay to seek out help. Things like talking to people that, who, who love you and, or maybe talking to a counselor or a psychiatrist, maybe even starting medication. I know plenty of people where anxiety medication has changed their life for the better because it helps them get through their anxiety. Not everyone will need all of these things, but any of us who are struggling with anxiety can take steps to go through our anxiety in order to be okay. In fact, as David closes his poem, he gives us a glimpse of what goes on once we decide to go through and not just try to avoid the darkest valley. Psalm 23, four through six says, your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. David says that as we journey through life, we can be confident that God is equipped to help us through our darkest valleys. 
Not only that, that we can come to find that God blesses us, is, is good to us and loves us so much. And David says that we'll experience a feast even when sur surrounded by our enemies. So think about it this way. Even though anxious feelings may never fully just go away, we will be okay. We will still be able to enjoy a full and good life because God is with us and he is equipped to help us and he loves us. God makes a way through our anxiety. And how do we know that this is true? Well, David uses a bunch of language that explains what a shepherd does. A rod, a staff, leading, all of it is connected to how a shepherd guides his sheep. So check out something that Jesus said about himself in John 10, 11 through 14. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. So Jesus said that he is our good shepherd. He was saying that a not so good shepherd would just leave their sheep when danger approaches. And as a good shepherd, Jesus says that he's committed to us no matter what comes our way. And Jesus came to show us what God is like. So we can be confident that God makes a way to, to know that we'll be okay because Jesus proved that he'd be the one to guide us through life. We're not alone. And Jesus proved that when he came to walk with us. So today, even though we can't see Jesus with our very own eyes, we get to follow his spirit who guides us. Listen, having wrestled with anxiety myself, having walked besides dozens of other teenagers, family members, and other adults who have been there too, I wish there was a magic formula that took all of the anxiety away. I wish there was a medicine, a practice, a cure that just will make everything just disappear. But that's just not the, the case. But we can count on this though. God will promise to be with us. God gives us a way to move forward in spite of it to not allow it to take control of our lives, but to find a way to thrive in its presence anyways. Whether you are dealing with anxious feelings sometimes, living in a constant state of unhelpful anxiety, or you know someone who is, all of us can do something about what we're talking about today. But instead of trying to give you a bunch of answers about where to begin, I want to leave you with one thought and a few ideas to go with it. And as you continue this conversation, just remember that how you walk through anxiety matters. Ignoring, avoiding, and ultimately trying to go around anxiety isn't working. So what would it look like for you to walk through or help someone else walk through their anxiety? Here are a few ideas. Talking to a trusted adult. Getting honest about whether you're having anxious feelings or consistent anxiety. Asking for help determining which one you're experiencing. Talking to God about how alone you feel when you're anxious. Addressing the anxiety that you see a friend struggling with. Learning more about the different kinds of anxiety that we experience. Being open with someone about the things that you're worried about. Starting to see a counselor. Seeing a medical professional about starting medication. There are so many ways to begin this journey. Personally, I think everyone should talk to God and talk to a trusted adult. But here's the key. The step that we, all, that we can all agree to take is the first one. So what is your first step? 
I mean, just imagine if, some, if, if taking steps through anxiety could begin to change everything for you or someone that you know. Wouldn't it be worth it to start by just taking one step and then taking the next one and the next and the next? One step at a time is how you will find yourself ha- having moved through the darkest valley that David was talking about. One step at a time. To move through and not around. That's the way forward. Because God makes a way to know that you'll be okay. And okay may not mean cured without anxiety or completely healed, but it does mean that you can be more okay than you may feel right now. So let me pray for you. Father, I know that many of us who may be watching this right now, who we, we do struggle with anxiety. Maybe we have it constantly. And God, I just pray that we know that you are with us, that you are walking through it with us. And I pray that we take that, take that next right step so that we can, we, we can start moving through the anxiety, that we can have a life, even with anxiety in our lives, we can have a life that it is a life to its fullest. God, we just pray for healing. We pray for great things to, to happen because we trust in you. We love you, Jesus, and pray this in your name. Amen.